me out. But anyway, hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Elena Davies from Big Brother 19, X on the Beach Season 3, and host of the Miscellaneous Podcast. Um, we've, literally, we've literally been talking for like the last 40 minutes and I'm already obsessed with her. So this is going to be a good podcast. <laughs> More obsessed with me than she already was, just exactly. to be clear. Exactly. The I obsession. I loved her. <laughs> yeah, it's not a new obsession, guys. But no, I like to obsessed. I like to warm people up, you know, get you really all in. Yeah, but who's more obsessed now? Am I more obsessed with you than you are with you? That's the question. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a tight race. And, <laughs> uh, I think it's probably still like I'm going to win. And it's mostly because like if I didn't win, who would I even be? Um, that's true. And that's the main thing. But there's in this scenario, if you're not first, you're not last. You are still valued and appreciated. So thank you for true. being obsessed with me. You have great of taste. Of course. Thank you. I try. I try. <laughs> and I guess it's probably better that you're more obsessed with you than me because that could be stalkerish. So. Yeah, and I think I have one of those right now. Oh. I think I actually do. <laughs> it's not me, I promise. It's not her. I, I don't know why I'm history. <laughs> wow, guys. Wow, wow, wow. Talks for a living. Can't talk. Um. I don't know why I'm whispering like he's here. I mean, who the fuck knows? Maybe he is here. That's scary. I, I, I don't want to say much more than that because what if he listens to this? <laughs> I've actually been thinking about it. And I'm like, I, I feel like this could be a funny bit if I don't die. Um, and I wanted to talk about it on my podcast, but then I'm like, no, that's too close to home. Like <laughs> he's definitely listening to that, right? Wouldn't you think? <laughs> Probably. It feels like a safer space to bring it up. So anyways, guys, if you don't see me post Instagram stories for like more than, I would say 24 hours, honestly, something bad has happened and you need to reach out to Eugenia, my mom. Okay. Thanks. Thank hey, you very much. Everyone listening. That's what we got to do. So I got those you. are the rules. Yes. <laughs> but to be, to be clear, you do not obsess me you just regular obsess and I and I think that's cute thanks I'm mm -hmm. glad <laughs> um, so one of the things that I obviously first of obviously seen you on Big Brother that was where most people came across you how um how was that whole experience um <laughs> interesting of course uh, life-changing, of course, traumatizing, of course, a lot more than I expected it to be in a lot of ways. It's, it's funny. It's such a loaded question because there's been so many elements from that experience. And then like the more time goes on, the more I'm seeing different effects of it's, I mean, it's still impacting my life, right? Yeah. Um, it really is. It really is just truly just life changing. And I think four years out from filming Big Brother. And I, I always thought, because it was so consuming at the time, right? Like you're, you start casting for the show. It consumes you. Like casting for the show is months long 
doing something every day, like it is a fucking process. I am certain people get into MIT easier than they get on to Big Brother. Just based, not like the qualifications of anything. Like obviously you don't need to know how to get to the square root of the alphabet to get on Big Brother. (laughs) But how much is involved? Yes, how much is involved? And then you're doing Big Brother for over a hundred days. Like, 115 days sometimes in total you're completely gone and that is your only life there is no like at least when you're casting you have go to work again and then you've got the family cousin's birthday and then the this and the yeah. that and you go get drunk like when you're doing big brother unlike any other reality tv show there's no there's no break you get no like time off you don't get to go to the green room you don't get to have a minute minute with the cameras off or any alone time like it yeah. is all you do then after that same thing you're plopped back into your quote normal life except for it's not normal anymore and it consumes your life yeah I thought for sure that would kind of wear off over time and, and in a lot of ways it has you know like I don't get stopped every 10 steps on the street and people aren't asking me about my game moves at the grocery store but it is my whole life now like when I get on the phone with any of my friends they're from a reality TV show and then yeah. uh, I, we go to these events and like it's my livelihood and I still get asked on podcasts every once in a while it's where I'm talking about this and like the people in my life and then the going through the breakup and that being a public thing other shows like yeah good things bad things I, I'm not I'm gonna be honest with you like I a hard time getting on Netflix and even Paramount Plus because I see like the challenge, Survivor, Amazing Race. I get on Paramount Plus and it's like Big Brother, X on the beat. And I'm like, uh, it, like it like yeah. it actually still kind of triggers me and gives me like I have a physical reaction to it. Um even now. And and there's so much stuff like behind the scenes of like People just don't, honestly, I think about this all the time. I'm like, yo, people think that that reality TV is dramatic and chaotic and there's all this crazy shit that happens and that's because it is. Yeah. You bitches should see what's not filmed. (laughs) Wow. You would lose your ever-loving shit. Like y'all would lose your minds. It's so ridiculous. So anyway, all that to say, traumatized. I am blessed with my best friends in the world. I am self-made. I made something out of nothing and made a success for myself from taking advantage of the opportunity. I have spent a lot of money in therapy. Um, I dream paranoia and trust issues. I think of everything strategically and like three or four steps ahead, even if it's just like lunch. And (laughs) um, like, I think it's great. I think it I think it's what I was supposed to do. And I haven't even, the reason for that hasn't even been fully revealed to me yet. 
So I, I know my purpose in life is to make people laugh and be their escape from shitty days, regular days, cat deaths, bad breakups, um, even just a bonus giggle on a good day. Yeah. That is what I'm on this earth to do. And I have a wider net, a bigger audience, more connections and, um, more people to sell my feet pictures too, thanks to big brother. So I am ultimately (laughs) grateful. (laughs) Wait, are you on the, that website? Only fans. Oh, that's what it's on. I thought it was like an actual. There is a feet one. Yeah, Yeah. there is a feet one. I'm not on that. Um, I used to just sell feet pictures, like kind of like one off. Like if you like hit me on Twitter and I see your DM or Instagram, whatever. <laughs> but it's just much more streamlined if you do have it kind of like all in one space. So I did get on OnlyFans. And that was kind of an accident, if I'm being honest. And the <laughs> hilarious part about that is I have Paul Abrahamian to thank to thank for being <laughs> on. I mean, I guess originally I have Mark Gordon Jansen to thank for joining OnlyFans, but like that spiraled into me having Paul to thank for joining OnlyFans and it was a complete accident like it was a joke um that started making me money because people on Reddit found my OnlyFans <laughs> didn't have anything on it $20 um no. so they <laughs> paid to look at nothing and they knew there was nothing there before they joined so like I don't really know no way like you can tell it's, it's like zero posts <laughs> zero photos no media <laughs> and they're like "Ooh, $20 okay seems fair <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so dumb <laughs> who does that <laughs> that's dumb anyway like 35 people did that so uh damn 100 bucks and I was like I guess I have to post something so I just started posting pictures of fans like I pulled my chair up in the living room and set my phone on the uh coffee table and just took a photo of myself with my ceiling fan and then I kind of I just grew from there I started doing some some oscillating fans some desk fans um wait I love that that it's all fans like portable fans (laughs) bladeless fans broken fans even big ass fans industrial fans I've done some (laughs) like bathroom fans AC car you know I mean because it's it's blowing air. So it's right. a fan. So anyway, yeah. Um, so I made a hundred thousand dollars in a year selling pictures of myself with fans. Wow. Only promoted it like two or three times on Instagram. <laughs> and that brings me back to my point of. Um, <laughs> isn't it funny that I caught Paul a bunch of money, but he's made me a bunch of money. <laughs> Yeah. Do you give him a cut? No. No. Good. Keep it. Keep it. Um, but yeah, isn't that crazy? That's that's something. And I like had no intention of doing that. It just literally sort of accidentally happened. And then I took advantage of a like I made a joke of a situation. And then now I full blown OnlyFans creator. And then now also it's just the place where I can send all my feet, you know, those, those who could be interested in any kind of soul, (laughs) toe, action. You Um, could also do your feet with a fan. 
I do. Yeah, no, I do oh. sometimes because I'll put oh. I'll put that on the feed sometimes, like on the main feed. But um, it's not a full blown scam, and I don't say scam like it's a scam. I say scam like the way that other people would call it a scam. It's not a scam if my fucking OnlyFans bio says me and fans, literally OnlyFans, oscillating, feeling, industrial, <laughs> broken, blade. Like it tells you right there. But I do have like my I do have some like pretty sexy pictures with some fans. You know what I mean? Like oh. it's not all ugly selfies and like fully clothed you know, weird squatting poses at the Mexican restaurant down the street, you know, when they're cleaning up a spill, it's some sexy fan photos. And then every once in a while (laughs) I'll do like a sexy photo shoot and I'll sell like packages of the photos and they, they, those don't have fans in them, but they're not on my main feed. So it's fine. (laughs) Oh, I love you. You're so, so I'm ridiculous. I'm ridiculous. But that's what paid off my medical bills. So holla. There you go. Speaking of your medical bills, you have talked a lot about it on like Instagram and like on your stories. Um, you had a couple surgeries. This wasn't it? It's been three surgeries, right? Two, three. Yeah. I well in in life, I don't even know. Um, but this year. Or I guess not this year because it's 2022 now. Yeah, last year. I've had zero surgeries this year. Me too. Internet high five. Woo, health queens. Yes. Um, So I did start the year. Well, actually started the year with this god awful um, last year, 2021. Very rare virus that lasts like three to 12 months. And one of the main symptoms of it is a full body rash and not just like little bump rash. It's like big quarter size, um, kind of looks like ringworm, TBH, miserable. And then right when I healed from that was when I like boob, because I had a breast reduction surgery a couple of years back and there was a complication with my right one. And I, it was getting to the point where I was like, okay, what's going on here? Found out I had to have that repaired surgery. And then before I was even done healing from, and they had to do both boobs because if you want them to match, yeah, you know, (laughs) that's one of the things. So I haven't used my arm for a month, like been trapped in bed. And by the end of the next month, I was in and out of the emergency room for a week in like extreme pain. I can't, there are no words. You probably understand the sentiment. Um, knowing what was going on. And it turned out that a disc in my cervical spine had completely came out of my spine and turned into goo. I mean, I don't know the medical term <laughs> for that, <laughs> but, but basically was sitting all of it kind of like, I don't know, like spread out in, was sitting on all my nerves on my left arm and hand. Um, so I couldn't feel my arm and hand for a while. Honestly, probably should have gone to the doctor sooner. Um, but then whatever happened at this end of April, it was bad. It's like that night, this, the disc came all the way out. It wasn't just Uh, hanging on by a thread. It was like, it was out, out. And so anyways, we had to do emergency spine surgery, replace my disc. Um, now everyone thinks I have a hickey on the front of my neck, which is cool, I guess, because it's like, I appreciate that you think I'm getting some. Um, I'm not. 
furthermore, who sucks on that part of my neck? Like, it's just like front and center. You know what I mean? Like, and all the time and all the time, time, like day in, day out. If it starts (laughs) to fade, they are num, num, num right back at it. And I just, hmm, you know, hmm, hmm. it's a hmm for me. Yeah. I've never heard of that, but okay. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. I respect it. Respect the unexpected, but, um, not for me. That's just not something I like to do, especially so consistently. Um, it's getting better. It's healing. We're, we're, I'm, I almost have feeling back in my left hand. The scar looks way better than it used to. So, I mean, the hickey looks way better than it used to. <laughs> and, um, look at what my body can do. Look at me. I'm a, I'm, I'm a survivor. Okay. I can do anything. I agree. No, I, um, they like, even if you would have went to the doctor, like ahead of time, they might not have even been able to do anything yet because they really don't do surgery unless you like have to. Yeah. I have, and I have a few disc issues from the, the car accident. So like there's a few bulging, but like nothing they can really do. Right. But I and sometimes get the symptoms and all that. Oh, like the nerve symptoms. Yeah. So, um, and I was going to the chiropractor regularly, like people like this, medical professional knew that I had, um, (laughs) that I had some, (laughs) was that your mom? (laughs) Mom, Come back. I want to wave it. I made Alexa stop the podcast so I can say hi to her mom. Sorry. guys. Just took our short break, but we're back. We're back. We're back. Um, that would be a great time to insert like an ad clip in the future. So when Amazon ever does come sponsor your podcast, hey Alexa, there you go. Yes, the Amazon. Moment. Hear us, Amazon. We want you to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> um, I believe I was talking about my poor Surgery. luck in the in the health care department. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I was going to a chiropractor, I was getting like treated for this pain I was in. And then, yeah, there really, I guess, isn't anything you do unless you find out, like, you do get an MRI done and see that something is bad enough for a fusion or yeah. whatever. Mine just decided to wait until it was past the fusion thing and left my spine completely. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like the way I do things, like Ripley's Believe It or Not style. My my surgeon came back after surgery and was like, that is the biggest herniated disc I've ever seen in a cer- cervical spine in 35 plus years of practice. And it was fine. He was like, I don't understand how you can walk. And I was like, wait, 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 Dr. Cho, I'm a fucking miracle. Yes. You're a walk, a non-walk or walking miracle. Walking miracle, an actual literal walking miracle. <laughs> Wait, so something similar happened, not like similar, but in a way happened to me. So this was two, 2018, I think it was. I was like walking in my neighborhood at night and my foot went out on me and I fell into a ditch. Mm. So my right foot, which is my driving foot, broke. And then I fell on my left shoulder, which I'm a lefty. And so I was in the hospital. No. <laughs> yeah. So horrible. And my luck. I, that's, this is my look. So I was walking. So I went to the hospital. They said my foot was broken. I had like the, this part right here, the fifth metatarsal. And then they just said I had a, um, my shoulder just bruised. There was no, like nothing was wrong. 
and I was actually in more pain in my shoulder than my foot. So like a week later, I had to go back to like, I had to go to an orthopedic. They like, they never even did new x-rays or anything. And they just said it's like a separated shoulder. So like I was in a sling for like six weeks and they said I could take like six months to get better. So it was like six months, like seven months later, and I'm still in just as much pain as I was like day one. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of figured it's my chronic pain because that's what happens is like my central pain. It's like my brain decides it wants to affect this area. So I figured I'm just going to deal with, I have to deal with it. But I went back to another orthopedic who took new x-rays and like after I tried different medicines and everything, they had to do like this distal clavicle, which is where they cut a piece of the clavicle off because it was the AC joint. Well, apparently there was a piece of broken bone floating around that never got picked up by the new MRI. So for 10 months, I had a literally a piece of broken bone floating around my shoulder and I just figured it was my chronic pain. So they got your like floating shoulder Yeah, they took thing it out, out and everything. Yeah, they took that all out. And, God. and, like and now, now it even- doesn't hurt. No, it still does. Not as bad, but like, I think it's more like the, like, I think it's arthritis now because sometimes I hear it clicking, like it'll like, I feel it like shifting or something in my sleep sometimes. Like I'll feel it like moving. Dude, bodies are weird. Weird. I know. Weird. (laughs) They be doing a lot of stuff. And if they're like all, and it's like, they're help, they help you, but then they also torment you. So I know, right? Like, I'm like, God bless you for all that you've been through and all that you've done for me, but also kind of like just a couple follow-up questions. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Like, why are you doing this to me? But also, thank you for doing this to me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, you get it, unfortunately. I do, and you get me, unfortunately. So we get each other. <laughs> um, so you're currently hosting miscel- the podcast Miscellaneous. And I love the way it's like with your name in it. I think it's like literally perfect. I think it's so funny. Thank you. Me too. I love it. Where did the whole idea, like where did everything come from? Um. So before Big Brother, I was actually a radio personality. I don't know that I meant to do that either. In the back of my mind, I've always wanted to be in entertainment. I've always loved radio. And so the job I got before Big Brother was actually like, my dream job. Um, and then I started a podcast there with a gal that I worked with and it was called two peas in a podcast and super cute and fun. Got to produce and edit and like do the whole thing myself and then got the big brother opportunity. So I was hoping that I would come off big brother and get maybe offered a different radio job or something. And as it that's happening, I'm full-time content creator. And then a year or so later, launched my own podcast. And I've always thought that, I always loved the word miscellaneous because I was like, it has my name in it. Like since I was a kid and my name is Elena. Like you don't run across a lot of things that like, I, I ain't never seen a keychain with my motherfucking name on it. And you know, like nothing ever rhymes with Elena. Like, so this to me as a like nine-year-old, I was like, what a cool word. I just liked it. And so as I'm, you know, trying to 
create this podcast in my mind, I'm names really matter to me too. Like I want it to be something cool or relevant or fun, you yeah. know, whatever. And so I loved it just like when that floated across my little mind again, I was like, that's it. That's the one. And went full circle. The radio show that I used to work for their network now hosts my podcast. So I still get to work with them. I still get paid by them. Like the CEO still signs my checks and I still kind of feel like I'm part of that family. That was uh, honestly my real actual first start, you know? Yeah. Like I say, big brother was life-changing and the only reason I really hesitated in any of that conversation was because for me, I don't know that I would have gotten to Big Brother if it hadn't have been for Kid Craddock and the morning show, the radio show. So that to me was my like catalyst to life change. But the magnitude of what Big Brother has done and how it's impacted my life is so much greater. Uh, what you can see like tangibly more so. But um, yeah, now it's it's just cool because I get to do this. What I've always wanted to do essentially but for myself, I don't have to yeah. answer to anybody. I can say the F word as much as I want. Um, and it's all my creative everything. Like I get the control. So it really is like a dream come true. Like this is, that's my, and it's fucking great. Like my podcast, I'm just going to go out here and say it because there's no one else here to say it. And nobody is going to fucking root for me harder than me. My podcast is fucking fantastic. I am hilarious. And sometimes I even shock myself. It's like, I'm just out here like <laughs> blah, 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 saying stuff. And I'm like, wow, that was a good one. <laughs> You're hilarious, Elena. I, and I'm going to go ahead and say the same thing about my Instagram. I really do create some incredible content. So if you're not already following me or if you thought you hated me on Big Brother, you're probably right. But, um, and, and I'm not trying to invalidate those feelings. I can be the worst. But give me another chance. And or if you don't like me now, you just truly do have bad taste. But that's how the world goes around. We wouldn't all have good taste if other people didn't make the sacrifice of having bad taste. So thank you for that sacrifice. (laughs) If you don't like me, you're not funny. Or they just have a bad sense of humor. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Thanks to them. So do you sometimes just like sit in your room and like just or wherever with someone and like crack yourself up? Yeah, I don't even need someone around. Like, I <laughs> I dead ass laugh at my own jokes. I, honestly. And sometimes, too, it's, like, the same joke that I've used before. But, like, my delivery would just really knock it out of the park. And I'm like, ow! You're a star. <laughs> we have to be our biggest fan. I, I believe that to the core of who I am. Like, there is literally no one on this planet except for Eugenia, maybe, who could love me as much as I love myself. There's no one that wants me to win more than I want to win. Um, There's no one that will work harder for me than me. And if you don't love yourself, then, and it sounds so cliche and silly, but once you actually get to the point where you're like, wait, I actually love everything about this bitch. You you don't get it because I've been there. It really, it's everything. It has changed everything about like my, my mental health and my success and where I see myself it's it's really just like figure the fuck out I don't know what else to tell you probably (laughs) listen to my podcast or follow me on Instagram I have some really good tips and they're like sandwiched with jokes so I can't see how you wouldn't you know get a lot from that no I um I'm at that place where I'm learning to be like that Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet but I'm getting there 
as long as you're getting there, as long as, cause I used to think, I think that there, I didn't not love myself. Not, I, it's not like I would sit around all day and be like, I adore Elena, but I didn't think I didn't love myself. And now that I have gotten to this place and I can look back with a little bit of a different perspective and more clarity, I'm like, wow, you hated yourself. You just didn't see it really. And I needed other people to validate me. I needed other people to be proud of me or laugh at my jokes or guys to think I'm hot or, you know, somebody else's mom to, you know, give me a compliment. And now I just like truly to the core of who I am. I'm like, fuck everybody. Like if you don't like what I'm doing, if you don't care for me, if you disagree with whatever, I just don't care. Like, I just really, it doesn't impact me. Like, who the fuck are you? You don't make me come and you don't pay my bills. I do those things. So as long as I'm good with me and I am fulfilling what I need and and not me and God are Gucci, then fuck you, man. I love that. And I'm, I have a a ways to go, but I'm getting there. I'm, I'm working on it every day and I'm working there or getting there. Yeah. As long as you're, as long as you are, cause some people aren't, don't even know that they need to. Yeah. Um, so this is the last part of our podcast episode. Um, and I'm doing a rapid fire, just like five quick oh questions. <laughs> okay. Um, so what's your favorite drink? It could be anything. Gatorade zero. Oh my God. That was awesome. <laughs> It's like I forgot every drink in the world. I kept wanting to say I water. Swear. Yeah, but like, who likes water? No one. <laughs> I think my people that play Survivor. Wide. Right. <laughs> um, what's your favorite TV show? Nine, nine. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Fuck everybody. Love yourself. Do whatever you want. Being you is the most interesting thing about you is the coolest thing about you. It is your superpower. It is the only thing that you can do that no one else can do. And as long as you're being yourself a hundred percent of the time, authentically you, you are perfect because that is how God intended you to be. Okay. So be a queen. Bad bitch. I shit. like that. Describe yourself in five words. Fuck. Okay. Um, sexy, hilarious, Charming, abrasive. I like it. And the last one, what is success for you? What is success for me? Yeah. Like what, what do you consider success for yourself? Um, being happy with myself and loving myself. Um, whatever that looks like to me is success and that can look different to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as I'm happy and I'm in control of happiness and I, and I love me, I'm, I'm pretty good. And, and like, like my mom, you know, like I want her to be around like that, that. She, she, I feel like she's a part of my success cause she's a part of like everything. And I feel like if she wasn't here, then I'd be miserable. And then if I was miserable, I probably wouldn't do so well in life. You know, you get it. It's a fucking yeah. snowball effect, but just me being happy with me is, is success. me making someone laugh every day, like me impacting at least one person for the better every day. That's like, check, you did a good job today. Like that is Elena Davies success. I like it. And now where can everybody find you? 
Oh my God, guys, come find me. So my name's Elena Davies. That is where I am on the internet, Instagram, and it's E-L-E-N-A-D-A-V-I-E-S. And pretty much you can find everything else from there in my bio. I have a link tree. Um, my podcast is the miscellaneous podcast everywhere you can listen to podcasts. But like I said, just find me on Instagram and click around. Compliment me, please. <laughs> All right. This was another episode of Hey Alexa and talk to you guys next time. Bye.